Welcome to the Hot and Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. So, Dave. Yes? Where do you stand when it comes to Elvira? All right, I have a little blurb written about Elvira. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. I have always had a huge crush on Elvira, a.k.a. Cassandra Peterson. She's a babe in every way, respectfully. I always skip by meeting her, though, at cons. I have never once even tried to meet her at a at a con or at, really had any interest to ever meet her. I don't, I, I, it makes no sense, but whatever. Um, she's also just as much as a babe, not in character. Just saying. I agree. <laughs> yep. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I, I think if you love Halloween and you love like horror, like you have to kind of, I think, I think you lose your, like your, your membership card. If you hate Elvira, I don't think I've ever met someone that's like Elvira. She sucks. I don't think that exists. (laughs) And I think if I did meet someone that's like, I don't like Elvira at all. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like next. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, next. What the like? Next. It, it doesn't make any sense, and especially like in the horror scene and obviously the Halloween scene, she's super popular. She again, like you just said, she's at every convention. I have met her. I think I mentioned it um, two or three episodes ago with our more Halloween memories. Emily mentioned uh, us meeting her at Chilla Theater. And she was mm-hmm. in full costume. And there was nobody there, right? Yeah, yeah, because it was a snowstorm and all this shit here in New yeah. York. Oh, but yeah, it was it was amazing. She was in full costume. I got a little starstruck because I've met her twice. And um, I met her. I'm going off on a tangent here, but whatever. <laughs> I met her uh, out of costume, just Cassandra Peterson. She was very sweet. She was, you know, very cool. And she just signed my, I think it was a, uh, I think I just signed, got like a picture of Elvira signed, one of those like eight by tens mm-hmm. of her. Then I met her uh, and I didn't go as, as much into detail in our episode so I can fill everybody in now. I met her again at, the, at that Chilla Theater and she was in full costume. And dude, when she's in full costume, she becomes the character. It's so, it's interesting. Yeah. Like she's super timid and like she's friendly when she's just herself. But once she's in that costume, it's like something turns on. She's like waving and like she's just very bubbly it's interesting i'll be very honest i think i'd rather meet her as cassandra peterson than (laughs) elvira i'm just saying yeah and and again she i i I, there's one thing i will say about the character of elvira now in 2021 obviously it's a little oversaturated she's got tons of merch like everything you can find fucking wine labeled elvira mistress of the dark you could find fucking toilet paper you can literally find um just about just about anything labeled like or marketed towards her um but i think i feel like it's been like that a long time since the 80s like she's just very easily easily i can't remember, I'm, not even, I'm not even saying that right easily easily <laughs> she's easily marketable like you can yes. just mark you can just market her especially when it's halloween shit like it just goes hand in hand. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of Elvira. I really honestly, I have tons. Of, I don't have tons, but I do have like her book, her picture book. I have comics. I have VHS tapes. Yeah. I have. She's she's have synonymous with Halloween and horror. I mean, yeah, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, it's again you, you the two go hand in hand, and like I said yep. before, 
I don't think I've ever met someone that is like, she sucks. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that exists. But I have some fun facts about Cassandra Peterson, and, and let me know if you've uh, heard of uh, of any of these. Let me, let me know if you've uh, heard them. So, sure. Uh, the first one is right out of high school, Cassandra drove to Las Vegas to pursue a career as a showgirl. Did you know that, Dave? I did not. She also went on a date with Elvis Presley, <laughs> which I found That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, That's amazing. That, that is amazing. I actually think that she's writing a autobiography. I think it's coming out. I would read that. Yeah, I think it's coming out this October, if I remember correctly. And I, and I think I'm pretty sure that story will be in the book. I have a fun fact. My mother saw Elvis live when she was a kid. That's that's amazing. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Not many people can say they uh, saw Elvis I, dude, live. Elvis <laughs> I, rules. I think Elvis is cool as fuck. So. I, I totally agree. I can yeah. listen to Elvis at any time, and just him yeah. and his persona is awesome. Yep. Uh, some other uh, facts here about Cassandra Peterson. Uh, she plays a showgirl extra in the James Bond movie, Diamonds Are Forever. I'll be honest, I'm not a James Bond fan, so I've never Same. seen this one. Yeah, nah, it's never been my cup of tea. Oh, uh, well, you know what? Also- it's funny that you mention. It's funny that you mention extras because she is in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, she, she is. is. Uh, she is one of the biker girls in the biker gang. Yeah, and you can tell it's her. Like, it, b- mm-hmm. besides like missing the wig, the makeup even looks like Elvira. Yeah. Like, you can tell yeah. it's her clear as day. And I believe she's good friends with Paul Rubens. Like, she's friends with That Pee-wee. makes sense. Yeah. I think they're both, um, they were, and I'm going to go into Elvira's history in a bit, but I believe they were both part of that, like, I, I think it's Chicago, but it's like a comedy improv group, the Groundling, Groundlings. Have you ever heard of it? No, but I mean, I, I'm aware of, like, improv group, like, people, like, yeah. being coming up together and then, you know, getting work and being in, in, you know, movies and having shows, et cetera. So I'm I'm aware of that kind of thing. I'm just not, I do not know about the group that you're talking about. Yeah. It's like a popular group. That's where Elvira came from. That's where Pee Wee Herman came from. I might be wrong, but I think uh, Martin Short was on it. It might've been something else. And I think Ed Grimley might've come from that group. You know, Ed Grimley, right? Um, the name is ringing a bell, pointy, but I can't put it. He's got like that pointy thing in the front of his head. It's kind of Pee Wee, Pee Wee Herman-esque. He's weird. Pants are really high. If I show you a picture, you'll know who isn't, I'm talking about. Isn't that Martin Short? Yeah, Martin Short, but it's a character he portrayed. Oh, okay. Ed Grimley. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, I didn't know his name. Yeah, but I know and what it, you're talking about. It's so interesting how the 80s brought out all these characters. It's it's kind of cool. Like all these kind of iconic like decade. characters yeah and, and it's they all had like their claim to fame like peewee obviously was huge elvira was huge ed, ed grimley was huge they all had their own shows toys merch it's fucking crazy you don't see shit like that now um yeah another uh fun fact about cassandra peterson is uh she was on the cover of the tom waits album small change she's like wearing nipple tassels and all that goodness and uh, I was reading, I think it might have been on Wikipedia or something, that she doesn't even remember taking the photo, but she's pretty sure that's her. <laughs> like, that's kind of crazy. She's on a Tom Waits album cover and doesn't even fucking, like, remember it. Like, I, I guess maybe she was, like, someone just, like, picked her maybe and was like, hey, come to – because you can tell on the uh, Tom Waits co- cover that it's, like, 
in like a green room or something like that. Like they're just they're right. behind the scenes, so maybe they just grabbed and were like, "Let's take pictures," and that's it. But it's it, look up the album cover. It's 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 pretty pretty cool looking. And when you look at the girl, you can tell it's Elvira or Cassandra Peterson because this predates the character. I believe that album predates yeah. the character of uh, of Elvira, if I remember correctly. It is a good album. I like Tom Waits. So yeah. So let's jump into some Elvira history here and how she created the character. So Elvira's earliest claim to fame is also why the character was created and started was hosting the TV show Movie Macabre throughout the 80s. I'm pretty sure most people and, and, and this show is before our time, technically. Yeah, I think it was like the early 80s is when it started. Um, another crazy thing about this show, Movie, Macab- Movie Macabre, um, is that, oh, uh, not Elvira, Vampira was involved. Right. But she backed out because they refused to cast like this certain actress she wanted. So like, at that point, uh, Vampira was too old to play. I guess she was too old to host the show because she's like a product of, I think, like the 60s, if I remember correctly, like Ed Wood and all that and 50s. Um so she had another actress in mind, and the producers were like, no. Really, really strange. And uh, she eventually sued these producers, and I think Elvira as well, uh, for similarities between the characters. Like, I, to me, I never thought I, a vampire was very dry and not... Like, I could see the similarities, obviously, but they, they were very different types of characters from what i've seen obviously i'm more familiar with elvira than i am vampira of course but what i've seen from vampira because i've watched some of her like old hosting segments it's it's a little different very different yeah. portra- portrayal of spooky horror host uh yeah. but yeah she she would play b movies um in the typical you know horror ho- host sense and she gave her two cents by sort of poking funds uh, during the breaks, uh, there was also a lot of like innuendo, sex jokes. <laughs> that was always yep. uh, that was always Elvira's thing, uh, her thing because of her appearance. You know, she had a big old cleavage and <laughs> tight black dress, black hair, goth makeup. Like we said before, she was a very attractive woman. So mm-hmm. that that was just sort of her thing. Like she'd always point out her breast and. You know, being in certain positions, but she like like it was pretty witty. Some of her, it like, was self aware. Yeah, very self aware. But it's just funny how she'd be like, "Oh, like I'll bend over backwards for you. I'll bend over forwards, like shit, like that." Like it was always yeah. very, just very sex. A lot of sex. It makes sense when you look at the character of Elvira. Uh, she got so popular that eventually it led to her first feature length film which everyone knows, 1988's Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and then later, 2002's Elvira's Haunted Hills. I love the first Elvira movie, Mistress of the Dark. It's great. It's funny. Cult classic. I remember watching it on Channel 11, WPIX. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's probably how you watched it as well. Um, probably. Probably. Where- what what do you think of her uh, her movie? I'm sure we'll cover it one so, day. So I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. I don't remember them. I've definitely wow. seen the first one. Yeah. The second one, I don't remember. I don't think I've even seen it. Um, it's not it's not as good as uh, 
the one from the 80s, the original. I, I do want to break something up, though. Do you remember in the early... No, I would say it's probably the mid-2000s. Remember mm-hmm. when Monsters HD came out? Yes. She hosted a whole... I, she might have been the host, like, period. Like, every movie that came on. I remember yeah. she was a big selling point when that she, channel was um, introduced. Yeah, she's had a lot. She's come back so many times, dude. She's come back to host so many different things. I actually have a list of them here. Uh, she, besides, you know, uh, Movie Macabre, she also hosted this uh, these series of VHS tapes called Thriller Video, which, mm-hmm. you, you know, Thriller, we both like VHS tapes uh, in yep. the 80s. And it was a similar format where she would just, you know, introduce a film, pop up, you know, in the, in the beginning, at the end, and then I think in the middle as well. I actually own, like, two or three of the big boxes yeah. of the uh, Thriller videos. They're really, really, like, pretty looking. Like, she's on the cover, and then there's, like, spooky font, and then I think the Thriller video's in, like, the, uh, in a, like, uh, graveyard, like, font or something like that, or, like, a you know, cemetery-type yeah. uh, plot-type font. And they're really, really cool uh, VHS tapes. Uh, and, and there was another... Um, a run of tapes titled Midnight Mad- Madness in the 90s. And those were distributed by Rhino Home Video. I actually have two next to me right now. I didn't pull out my other two, but I pulled out t- these two because I vividly remember seeing these because they were all over the place in the 90s. Like I remember seeing them in Sam Goody's. I remember seeing them like in even in like video stores to rent. I don't, I don't know if you remember them. I'll show them to you here. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you can't see them. But if you watch the video version of this uh, podcast, you can see them. But these are them right here. I don't know if you remember yep. these at all. I um, do. What's, yeah, what's funny about these, this one specifically, the one where she hosted the brain uh, that wouldn't die, is that it's presented by Coors <laughs> for, for some reason. Coors, Coors Light or Coors the Beer Company. No, tap the Rockies. I know. It's funny. And, and I've actually watched these. They're pretty entertaining. The movies are fucking yeah. stupid. They're not my type of – I love horror movies. And I love old horror movies, black and white films. But these two aren't exactly my uh, favorites. The other one is uh, Frankenstein's Daughter. But similar to Joe Bob, and I'll say this about most horror hosts, they make the movie better. By interrupting the movies and giving facts and making fun of it. And that was always kind of the charm of Elvira. And I think all of her hosting gigs. Uh, she also ho- uh, she also had a, a canceled TV pilot in 1993. Which is available online. That. Yeah, like a full sitcom. I've watched it. I actually want us to cover it in the future. It's really weird because I, I, if I remember correctly, it's supposed to be a sequel to the original film from 1988 and continuing that storyline, but it was never picked up. Like, like it just, they shot it and it just didn't go anywhere. But yeah, like throughout the 80s and 90s, you know, specifically during Halloween, Elvira was everywhere. Commercials, costumes, comics. You name it, she was probably involved. And that takes us to what we'll be covering today, which happens to be MTV's Elvira Halloween special. Hi there, guys and ghouls. It's me, Elvira, the queen of Halloween. And tonight, I'm having my Halloween party right here at 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Ah! 
After Elvira shows you the weirdest, scariest videos ever made, the terror continues with Alice Cooper live in Detroit at midnight Eastern. Elvira at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific Time, followed by Alice Cooper in concert at midnight Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific. A Halloween you'll remember. A Halloween you won't be able to forget on MTV. Last one there's a Halloweeny. So Elvira's Halloween special aired on October 31st, 1986, um, and was uh, it was a part of a larger mtv halloween celebration um real quick before we get into the special i found this on youtube uh the user vintage attainment xmas halloween and horror that's the user it's the only place i could find it and i and honestly i stumbled on this a few years ago uh, this very this very guy's upload and I, as soon as i saw it i was like i have to watch it so yeah, it aired on MTV, October 31st, 1986. Um, the larger Halloween event from what I could see, like I was looking, I was trying to do some research on this event. It seems like the entire event, because there are several bumpers in this actual video that you can watch, um, is called MTV's Halloween Horror Show. This was a four-hour special, and... It looks like music videos <laughs> aired throughout the day because, again, this was when MTV was a music video channel. <laughs> where where yeah. the, the good old days where you could actually just watch music videos on MTV. Um, and it wild. seems like, yeah, wild, <laughs> wild concept. Um, unfortunately, this version we watched has all of that shit cut out. I I'm guessing videos must have aired like every because if i remember correctly when mtv aired videos they would air like 20 videos or 15 videos with commercial breaks so elvira would kind of interrupt that from time to time um they're also pushing it which is why i'm saying this is part of a larger event they were pushing a performance by alice cooper later on that night i guess to cap off halloween night which makes sense and Elvira Absolutely. was going to, yeah, and she was going to be hosting, like, several different things throughout the day. It's Again, it was, I guess, a marathon of music videos with her segments and skits sprinkled throughout. And then her hosting this hour-long video countdown at the end. And then the Alice Cooper concert. Concert. And I will say those uh, bumpers, those like advertisements, commercials for the Halloween horror show are amazing. They have like clips mm -hmm. from Friday the 13th and like yeah, other random They show random it like five times. Films. Yeah, they show it a bunch of times. And the commercial for that Alice Cooper performance is great. It reminds me of like old haunt commercials. Like we would see it in like the 80s and 90s. Like, it's going to be shocking. Alice Cooper live tonight in Detroit. Like it's just like it... it it, it very much brings that back. And, and honestly, off the top, I would not say this is the finest Elvira thing to watch. <laughs> and, I, and we'll be getting into that nope. shortly as to why that is. But I also think that's because all of the music videos were cut out of it. Hello there. 
darling. It's me, that cute little maid who loves to get paid. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And like I promised, it's time for that special treat for all you tricksters out there. That's right, it's time for Fanfare, please! Never mind. It's time for Elvira's weirdest, strangest, most bizarre video countdown of all time. Now, over the next hour, you're going to be seeing some of the sickest stuff ever set to celluloid. All these videos have been scientifically selected and approved by a completely impartial panel of judges. Me, myself, and I. And if you don't like it, lump it. I mean, what do you think I look like, Pricewaterhouse? Now, before I jump into what happens in this Halloween special, one music video did make it into this recording, and that's a song titled Hollywood Halloween by Paul... Bro, Brosek? I'm probably butchering that dude's last name. What do you think it is? Paul Bro, Brosek? I'll be honest with you. I didn't write down his name, but I, but I, but, but I did write down. I did write down. I'm fucking with this guitar riff and the lush background vocals and the random shots of LA during Halloween. I, I did love this video, so I'm not going to lie. Dude, it's a great video, and it's definitely yeah. a good like Halloween mood setter. All Definitely. the costumes, it's the 80s, like, and you're right, it's like everyone on, like, um, it, it's, I forget, it looks like a very popular block in LA, yeah. like in California. I'm not sure where, I don't know if it's Sunset Boulevard or yeah, it's one, awesome. of those, one of those streets, I'm not sure which ones, because we're from New York, but it is, it's, it, it's very reminiscent of, like, the way the, uh, the city is here in New York, like the, the, the village, the West Village during the Halloween parade, yeah. just people eating sandwiches dressed up as vampires people in the street drinking 40s dressed up as clowns and pumpkins and monsters yeah. it's awesome and i'm glad they um added it into this video like into this halloween special because it looks it's great it's and it happens very early on and i was surprised to see it yeah i'm guessing whoever owns the rights to this uh hollywood halloween video I, I guess they don't hit people with copyright strikes on YouTube. I have no idea because it was hey, weird. All yeah. the better for it. I'm I'm happy it was left in, and the video is available by itself on on YouTube. So if you do search for it, Hollywood Halloween, you can watch it separately. It's great, and and, and it's treated almost like a short film when you watch it by itself because there's even like I forget, I didn't write it down in my notes, but there is a a directed by person in it, and then. Paul yeah. Bro, Brosick, Brochick, whatever his name, Brosick, his name, that's his song. The song's great. Video's yeah. great. If there's one thing I would say is go out of your way to watch this video if you love Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It. <laughs> um, there's also a ton of commercials in this recording. <laughs> um, some of the standouts being Glow Watch, which is a glow-in-the-dark mm -hmm. watch. And to take to take what you would always say, that commercial is vaporwave as fuck. Boom. <laughs> yeah, it is. I have it written down in my notes. Ten percent. It basically yep. looks like a vaporwave like album cover. <laughs> yeah, it does. And the Panasonic commercial that uh, happens after it too. That one yes. too is vaporwave as fuck. Was that for a Walkman? It was right. It was for I a think... whole. I think it was for all Panasonic products in general. <laughs> This glow watch commercial though, like dude, that Sick. last that last shot of like I think it's a woman with like her arms together with the yep. like showing off the watch. It's like tough. that looks like an album cover. And it, yeah, dude, yeah. it's so weird. Glow in the dark watches, like very eighties. 
<laughs> very, mm-hmm. very 80s. They should bring those back, glow watches. I'd, I'd cop one just to have. <laughs> um, another fun commercial that I got a kick out of was for the Texas Instrument Calculator. Mm-hmm. Um, in the commercial, you basically have like a Dracula in a coffin. And he's yeah. just he's impressed by this solar powered calculator. <laughs> and he's like Bella Lugosi, like full accent Dracula just sitting there like playing with the calculator. I think Type he's talking to Yeah, he I think he's talking to Renfield or whatever. Like he's like, Yeah, Renfield, that's right. Like full blown yeah. cheese fest, perfect Halloween commercial. I've never seen yeah, it's it a before. Good one. No, um, neither have I. It's before my time, obviously, because this recording I mean, is, is the day the year I was born. So I have no idea this yeah. even existed. So Yeah, we're both too young <laughs> in reality to have experienced yeah. this special life. I was three when this aired. <laughs> I was just born. So <laughs> Yeah. Um uh one uh two two other uh, commercials I have here on my list. Uh there's the five hundred XJ apex joystick <laughs> which in this commercial there's like this Complete. dude playing video games with this joystick wearing sunglasses and he's so impressed by this joystick and what he's doing his fucking head explodes and then comes back <laughs> and it, 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 it comes back into one piece and he's just shocked by he's the just so uh, the impressed glow, by the glow stick i just love how like the 80s took such simple shit and just like overhype the shit out of it like yeah so i don't know if you're gonna mention this commercial but i'm gonna say it anyway and if you are gonna mention it then i'm saving you the trouble (laughs) um that laser tag commercial of wonder stadium not included that shit was fucking <laughs> chef's kiss talk about tough that was a tough laser tag commercial yeah, dude is. dude you know what i love about every laser tag commercial yo those matches are super intense you ever notice they're that? always so good they're always so well planned out and the setting is so great you know what's funny too i, I couldn't tell if it was a joke or not but at the end of the commercial, the, the person narrating it says stadium not included. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder if that's a joke or if they're being for real. <laughs> I hope they're being for real in this case. Yeah. <laughs> that they thought kids would be like, not even kids, because teenagers are technically watching MTV. But that teenagers would be like, wow, I get a stadium with my I get a stadium set. too? Okay. <laughs> I do want to talk about the commercial briefly. I do love how it's like this like, there's like groups of people doing flips while they're shooting lasers. Awesome. There's like this there's this woman who I guess is the the referee or the queen of she's, this event. She's the empress. <laughs> the empress and she's just telling everyone like you suck. You have to do better. She's just barking at all the fucking players. It's great. Got to do better. But yeah, I just love how all laser tag commercials are like Really, like everyone takes their shit serious, like in these in these laser tag commercials. Every single one, like eighties, nineties, 
it's just always even now i'm sure it's Yo, like kids doing tag flips. Is serious shit. it is it is serious business can't fuck around with uh no. with, with the laser tag but yeah those are basically the commercials that stuck out to me like any any other ones stuck out stuck out to you yeah or? i'm i'm That's going th- i'm it. going through my list i mean really the only other thing that i had written down was um i i, I obviously there's local ads in this yeah. um in this commercial and i do like that they were from I guess they're Salem ads or Boston ads. Yeah, that's what I got too. It's it's it was hard to tell, but it was definitely local. Like there was like yeah. I think I saw there was like a car advertisement. There was like insurance, <laughs> like an insurance advertisement. Uh, again, a lot of this stuff was before my time, so those four yeah. commercials were the only ones that really stuck out to me yeah. that I thought were kind of entertaining and amusing. Um, there's also some horror trailers sprinkled throughout this. A lot of black and white stuff. Um, they have From Hell It Came. Uh, there was another really weird one that wasn't even like a sci-fi or horror film called Curfew Breakers, which was like a bunch of like young people that are like rebellious in the title. 50s. It is a great title. It's a great title. That's the type of movie that like... I would read the script and be like, can I remake this shit? And it'd probably be cheap to fucking get the rights to it. You'd never know. Probably. <laughs> um, there was also this other really weird, and I've I've never seen this, so forgive me if, if I'm out of the loop with this movie, but there was this thing called The Mad Doctor of Blood Island, and there was like this oath of, of the it. green blood. And that was pretty the, good. It was a, no, it was a great trailer, but like I've never I've never seen this movie, and I definitely want to like look for it and give it a watch but in this trailer it's like this like ominous voice telling people to drink the green blood potion yeah it's like an ad help you yeah it's it's interesting definitely a a film from the 50s and again i I feel like a lot of those old movies definitely knew how to sell these like shitty (laughs) black and white horror films oh for sure let's see where's somebody oh how about this man here hi how's it going Great. What's your name? Bill Hennessy. Bill, you know, you know, being Halloween and everything, I was just wondering if you had a big treat for me. Oh, I sure have. I bet you do, Bill. Yeah, I sure do. But I think we better. Uh, I think Bill has a big treat for me. Let's move on now. <clears throat> now let's get into some of these skits involving Elvira. So the special is supposed to be coming to you. I'm assuming live from Salem, Massachusetts. It's obviously not live, but they're presenting it that way. I think Elvira says that, like live from Salem, Massachusetts, yada, yada, yada. Um, Salem is a great place to have Elvira host a show. Um, Off the bat, I can tell you right now, and Dave, I know you're going to add your two cents (laughs) into this. There's not a whole lot of Salem in this. It's very brief. (laughs) And I know that's something you didn't like about this, about this whole special, but we'll get to that a little later. Um, I will say it does start out pretty funny. Um, it's got this strong intro with like this dude singing about uh, Elvira being in Salem. It's very like show toony. And we do get shots of her like wandering around Salem. And I actually recognized some of the locations. Did you? I think so, yeah. Like the sign. She's in that yeah. little cemetery by the uh, Wish Museum. Like, mm-hmm. So there was, obviously this was the 80s, so I'm sure Salem has gone through changes since we've you know visited it. But of course. 
And we've talked about Salem, Massachusetts at nauseum on the show at this point. <laughs> we've mentioned it like a bunch of times. Can't well, there's not there's never enough uh, talking about Salem on our show. <laughs> well, I'm sure Salem in the '80s was a very special place. Oh, I'm sure it was very different than it is yes. now. <laughs> yes. We've bitched about it enough about how yep. crowded it gets. Um, mm-hmm. But in this intro, the song is definitely the best part. Like he's just talking about how glorious it is for for Elvira to be in Salem hosting this show. And I'm not going to recite all the lyrics because I would not do it justice. But there is one line that I did chuckle at. <laughs> and the line is, this, this is what the guy says. I'm talking about Salem, Mass. Elvira is bringing to it a great piece of class. <laughs> no, we, he says he's about to say ass, ass but then he yeah. changes it to class. <laughs> that was a good yeah, line. It is that a good was. Line. It's funny. <laughs> I just love how everything with Elvira's sex. It all goes back to like her physical appearance. Like, I, she's hot. We, we get it. Like, like, like it, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, we're going to be jumping around. I, I have this, uh, this special broken up my own way. Um, but there's, like, these really awkward interviews sprinkled throughout the entire special. They're really just weird and kind of out of place. So she even presents it that that she's going to be interviewing some of the locals in Salem. And most of them are like these older dudes, like just older men. Like I'm talking about like full gray, like gray like, older men. Like <laughs> my man Bill Hennessy over here. My man. That's a great name. Bill Hennessy. Bill Hennessy. <laughs> the Henny. But uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he like his his interview is probably the best one. Definitely. Um, because Elvira goes up to him, and I think she she asks him. She's like, "Have you got any treats for me?" And he's like a creepy old man. He's like, "Yeah, I've got some treats for you." <laughs> he, he says, like, and to quote, "A big treat for her." That's what he says. <laughs> he's got a big treat for her, and then she kind of just like walks away from him. He's like, she's like, "Oh, he's got a big treat for me. I'm gonna come. O- I'm gonna go over here." It's so so ridiculous. They just made these. So now, ad- <laughs> do you do you think that that was scripted, or do you think that guy was just like, well, I'm just gonna be absurd on this on this TV interview, and say that? What do you think? I think they are. This is what I think. I think the producers went up to him. They were probably like, "Do you know who Elvira is?" Because this is '86, so Elvira is super popular. He probably took one look at her. And that was his response. They probably told him, like, oh, she's going to ask you if you have a treat for her. Come up with whatever you want. And then that's what he came up with, <laughs> that he's got a big treat for her. Because oh, pre- from what I've seen on, like, TV shows that just interview random people, that's usually how it is. They kind of just vaguely tell the person, do you want to do it? Sign a release. This is kind of what's going to happen, and you can hit her with whatever answer you want, as long as it doesn't involve right. profanity, probably. That's probably what they told him. But, yeah, they... <laughs> My man Bill Hennessy is definitely the best interviewee in the, in this um, in this special. There's also this other dude I, I didn't get his name uh, that looks like he's not interested in being interviewed by Elvira, and she asks him. She's asking him if he believes in superstition or super if he's superstitious, and she he says no, and she has him walk under a ladder. 
and then he walks off screen. And I actually think I, I recognize that location because there's like a bank or something in Salem. And he walks down like the little alleyway and they like they put in like Foley, like sound effects of like a car yeah. crashing and <laughs> and like uh, like, uh, like people screaming or some shit. Like it's really ridiculous and kind of dumb. His- his name was Elmer, by the way. Elmer. I wrote it down. Bill, Hel- Bill Hennessy and Elmer. And Elmer. Yep. <laughs> and then one of the last uh, interviews is like this other dude who I think uh, Elvira's like, has anyone ever played a Halloween prank on you? And he like just starts talking about someone tricking him with dog shit, like fake dog shit. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. And the only funny thing about this interview is he, like, doesn't understand her at first. He, like, he, mishear, he mishears her or whatever. And she she says, have you ever had anyone, like, a bad trick? And he thinks she says a bad trip. And he's like, yeah, you've probably had one of those, too. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of funny. He, like, just misunderstands her. And I also like when he takes his dog and he's like carrying the dog right in front of like right in front of the camera and the dog's just like so happy it's just like oh. <laughs> yeah. and it's funny because I think Elvira like that's a genuine re- reaction from her because she's like oh he'll eat the mic like she walks away from him and you could tell like I guess he didn't tell them that he was gonna pick his dog up and stick it in front of the mic so it's like it's pretty cool <laughs> that it was a genuine reaction right. of her kind of just reacting to that. And lastly, there actually is one more interview. I'm, I'm for, I forgot it here. One of the most, one of the more important ones, and I thought this was fucking stupid, was she starts talking to like some Salem cops. She's like, "Oh, is this a Halloween oh. costume?" And yeah, they're like, "No, we're real this. cops." And she's asking them how long they've been cops. And I forget how it escalates, but they arrest her. It was fucking dumb. It falls flat. I did not like... They could have ended it with my man with the dog. That would have been enough. They didn't need to tack on the Salem cops. Yep. Uh, the logo scenario. on the cop car is tough. Oh, it's amazing. The, Dude, Sal- they, the Salem this police day, logo? It's, yeah, it's, it's exactly sick. the same now when you go. I actually think um, when I was there uh, last time, I bought a patch. The cops were there, and they were right. selling the patches, and it's fucking awesome. I like, I'll never put it on anything, but like, I just like having it. It is a really it's cool tough. logo. The yeah, only cool other looking. place, the only other place that I've seen that has a cool logo, the cops have a cool logo, is Sleepy Hollow because they have the headless horseman on their logo. So that's okay. that's pretty dope. That's 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 cool. No, no trip to Salem would be complete without picking up a few souvenirs. So I came down here to the Salem Witch Museum souvenir shop, and I found some greatest things like a uh, real scary stuff like this black cat. <laughs> and the uh, oh, this witch, this witch. I think I'll take one of those. <laughs> the cat in there too. And ah, oh, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, there's a frog in a tutu. This is scary, I must say. No, <laughs> thought it might turn into Prince. Oh well, let's see. Oh, look, fish. Mm-hmm. Guess they meant to send this to the fish museum, but they mixed up and sent it to the witch museum. Do 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 do. Scared myself. Let's see. Oh, look, I love these plaques. I always buy these wherever I go. This one here says anyone can be a mother, but it takes someone special to be a mommy. Okay, I'll take that anyway. Let's see, what else do we have here? Oh, look, a duck brush. <laughs> duck! <laughs> well, uh, let's see what else I have here. Oh, look, look, pom-pom fun balls. Mm-hmm. That's what they used to call me in high school. Guess I'll take two. 
And what else do we have? Oh, books, books, superstitions of England, uh, witchcraft at Salem. Ah! Oh, I have coca. It's really hairy. Okay. Oh, look, look, I got to get one of these. I mean, this is a classic, a broom for my trip back. Uh, or look, look, the new Italian modern model of a broom. Oh, this is great. I got to get a couple of these. <laughs> I love this. So the rest of the skits are pretty self-contained and short. Uh, one is Elvira shopping in the Salem Witch Wax Museum gift shop. It's not funny, uh, but no, it's still kind of cool to physically see her in that store. I've been yeah. to that, yeah, I know that store. museum yeah. and store. I will admit, and maybe this isn't a popular opinion, uh, that fucking wax, Salem Wax Museum is a fucking tourist trap. It's terrible. <laughs> if you've never been to Salem before, definitely go check it out. But, like, last time I was there, it was super dated. The fucking wax, like, the, the, the figures and shit were all falling apart and looked terrible. <laughs> like, they probably haven't changed it since Elvira was there in 1986. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little not, raggedy it's, looking. I guess maybe that's its charm. But if I remember correctly, the price they're charging you, it's... It wouldn't yeah. be the first place I'd visit in if, Salem, Massachusetts. If you go to a, if you go to a wax museum, go to Count Orlocks. That's for sure. One hundred percent. We de- we did talk about Count Orlocks in our uh, visit Salem episode. So yep. go back and listen to that. We go into uh, greater yep. detail. There's also this Salem State College of Witchcraft and Voodoo, which is a fictional school in Salem. Uh, the best part being Elvira waiting to take calls and no one answers until she gives out her personal home number. <laughs> like everybody calls. Everyone calls her again. I guess alluding to that everyone like alluding mm-hmm. that everyone wants to bang her. <laughs> like it, it's it's again not very funny. The guy's very dry it's talking silly. about the school. It's silly. It's very like I, the only way I can compare it is like Saturday Night Live sketches. Yeah, it's tongue but, in cheek. Yeah, but not as not as good. Like the, the they're not as good as old Saturday Saturday Night Live, right? Um, you know he's talking about making potions and anything else you can assault like associate with occult and witchcraft. Yeah, and again the the, the payoff being Elvira. Like like I do like how it starts with her by all the phones like call now and it's quiet and then it cuts back at the very end call now please call now she keeps offering things offering things I'll be here all night all and then again she offers her number. Uh, the phones are ringing off yeah. the hook. Um, there's also this, and I did, this was probably, I prob- I did not like this. I didn't laugh. I didn't chuckle. There was one thing I liked about this segment, and I'll get to it in a sec. But the 25,000 pentagram game show, <laughs> like Elvira goes up against a nun and plays plays this charades type game. There's like there is one funny joke where she has to name a Scott Bale movie and can't think of any. Like it's like Scott Bale movies and she can't think of any. And when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, what movies was Scott Bale in? Like I can't like I can't think you know of anything with Scott Bale movie wise. When I was watching that part, I I just kept thinking to myself. It reminded me of like one of those like fake movies, like fake spoofs between uh, like if you were to watch Stay Tuned or UHF, yes. that's what it reminded me of. Oh, I'll be mentioning Stay Tuned in a second. <laughs> um, Thank goodness. B- besides the uh, the Scott Bayo movie joke, I did like the set. Like 
them sitting in that like red pentagram. Yeah. It was like a lit up red pentagram in like a void. That was it was aesthetically it looked very cool. But like yeah. the nun, I think it was a dude dressed up as a nun was not funny. And I really only chuckled at that one joke, the Scott Bale one. So kind yeah. of dumb. <laughs> um Next up was the uh, the uh, exercising, exorcising with Elvira, where she's obviously parroting the exorcist, and she's wearing, you know, uh, exercise gear, looking quite nice. <laughs> and, and she tells the audience that they're going to do, I think, head spins, and she sits there, and her head starts to spin, really bad green screen, and she blows out smoke out of her mouth. And it's funny you just mentioned Stay Tuned because this joke predates that segment in Stay Tuned where it's like exorcising, where the I think in Stay Tuned they're flipping channels. Stay and it's Tuned's like, great. Stay Tuned's awesome. Um, but in that movie, I think the sun's flipping channels and it's like 80s, yeah. 90s workout video, but instead it's the the exorcist and they spin their heads. And if I remember correctly... Yeah, I gotta watch that. <laughs> if I remember correctly, the segment a- ends with... And he's, he changes the channel just that moment. But the woman in the video is like, all right, everybody, vomit. <laughs> and then he changes it. Yep. So, again, Elvira's parroting The Exorcist. And, again, it, it reminded me of Stay, in tu- Stay Tuned as well. And I'm wondering if the writers of Stay Tuned watched this and just, you know, copied the joke. It's possible. This is a few years yeah. before Stay Tuned. So, it is possible. Um, and now we're getting on to uh, some of the funnier segments, or at least I thought they were kind of funny. Uh, they have the Elvira doll commercial, breast sold separately. <laughs> that was that was the that was great. I shake my head. <laughs> breast sold separately. It's all it always goes back to her fucking boobs. Um, I love how in the commercial she's like, "I'm better than Barbie." Her boyfriend is Satan. <laughs> there's that like last shot of the dolls inside of like her car dragging the Barbie by like a noose. It is pretty, it is pretty humorous. I like, you could tell they did it with a very small budget, but it works. Um, There's also these, uh, these Halloween uh, tips, like these Elvira Halloween tips. And these are also sprinkled throughout the entire special. And some of the tips Elvira gives are um, give away your shitty records to trick-or-treaters. <laughs> and you see her putting like a Donnie and Marie record uh-huh. into like a trick-or-treat bag, basically. Just give the trick-or-treaters your, your garbage records that you don't want anymore. <laughs> I think she mentioned the bowling ball. I, I don't think getting a bowling ball would be a bad gift, a uh, bad trick. Uh, I'm sorry, treat to get on halloween i'm just saying but um i just wanted to add something i love the way that that segment looks yeah like the whole like the whole lighting the way she's lit the way it's shot it looks so good honestly dude all the all of the segments of her in like her little setup always they all look good like it looks it just they did a good job but it's the same atmosphere as her movie macabre show. Like, so that's always going to look good. I wouldn't be surprised right. if they shot in the same fucking studio, but yeah, it, I, I will, I will agree. A lot of those, a lot of the segments aesthetically and atmospherically 
do look very cool, very cheesy, very yes. 80s Halloween, and that's what's so charming about them. And that's one of my favorite things about this special in general. But Same. again, it, it includes her. So, of course, it's right. going to be good. Oh, but yeah, that you mentioned, now that you mentioned the bowling ball, going back to that, um, that's another uh, tip she gives. Uh, she says to give good treats <laughs> to, uh, to the trick-or-treaters. And one of the bad treats is a bowling ball for whatever reason. I think because it's heavy because when she drops it, the trick-or-treat bag falls. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. One of the good treats is a Rolex, apparently. So, listen. Someone wants to give me a Rolex, I'll fucking take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the last funny tip that she tells is, uh, and I thought I kind of chuckled. She uh, she tells people to make sure when they're dressing as a ghost to not use a floral print. And this predates Beetlejuice. Because in Beetlejuice... The Deets, not the Deetses, because the Deetses is the family that moves moves in. What's the name of the family? Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. I forget their last name. Oh, I forgot too. But their characters, I had a brain fart now. After this recording, I'll be like, fuck, I forgot. But yeah, remember when they try to scare the family and they try to scare Lydia mm -hmm. and they're wearing the ghost and they're wearing like floral print like sheets. Like it's obviously not white sheets. So in this, Elvira's like, make sure you always wear white sheets. And... Make sure you wear, you always um, cut the holes in the correct places, and then these ghosts walk. These ghosts walk out, and like one of the ghosts have like the holes cut in like the chest where the boobs are. One in the crotch. <laughs> one has like a giant hole or something like that. It's dumb, but it was pretty. It was pretty funny. And like I said, I wrote my I, notes. I wrote my notes that fl the floral print uh, ghost sheet is tough. <laughs> it is. I think it, it is. is tough. But yeah, it, it reminded me of uh, Beetlejuice. And it's interesting how that's another thing that's a few years shy of, of Beetlejuice. So mm -hmm. maybe this silly special on MTV influenced some, uh, some other films. Or it's just a coincidence. It's possible. It's possible. Halloween is kind of a special time for me. And well, for all of us folks down here, it's time for reflection. Time to look back and be grateful for all those tricks we've been treated to. It's a time when I like to plug in the fire and... Listen to some of my all-time favorite Halloween carols. And they're all available on this album. Elvira's all-time favorite Halloween carols. You'll get all these all-time favorites. Now, my favorite skit or segment is the Elvira's all-time favorite Halloween carols album commercial, volume okay. one, volume one, volumes one and two. There's two volumes that she's hawking in this, uh, in this segment skit parody commercial. Um, it's basically a Christmas, it's a Christmas Halloween like album twist. So basically she's... She's treating, uh, uh, she's making fun of a Christmas album uh, with like Halloween parodies. That's that's basically what it is. Yeah. 
And uh, I just love, again, going back to the sets, uh, Elvira sits by like a full fireplace. She's being all festive about Halloween, talking about how it's that special time of year. And um, I do like how she says, plug in the fire. Like, <laughs> like it's obviously a fake fireplace. That's like the best part. And, and she's petting a taxidermed dog, which I thought was That's funny. great, too. It's fucking great. Yeah. I do love how she's just petting. It's so fucking eerie looking that she's just petting. Yep. And it's like a re- you could tell it's a real taxidermy yeah. dog. It's fucking morbid, dude. That, that always fucking freaked me out. It always reminds me of that Tales from the Crypt episode where, like, with all the taxidermy animals. Do you remember that one? No? I do not. I forget the name of it, but it's a fuck. It's a twisted, uh, twisted uh, um, episode of Tales from the Crypt. But yeah, anyway, she, uh, you, you start seeing the, the name, like the titles of all the, the carols, her favorite Halloween carols. And she's just sitting there petting the taxidermy dog, dancing. I love she's dancing, holding the record, like as like the, uh, the titles of the songs scroll like pastor and uh yep. here here are some of the uh titles because i did get a kick out of this it's fucking silly but we've got almond joy to the world the first halloween <laughs> pumpkin seeds roasting on an open fire <laughs> i Classic. saw mommy kissing frankenstein <laughs> dracula is coming to town all I want for Halloween is some monster teeth. Yo, I really wish this was a real album. It'd be fucking amazing. It would it would it would sell in a heartbeat. Funny enough, she does have um Halloween yeah, records. Has, I own like yeah. two of them, I think. And it, it, most of them are just like Halloween compilations, but I think one of them she like wrote original music and it's Elvira singing them and it's pretty it's fucking cheesy and tacky, but it's a fucking Halloween like album right. what else do you expect you know um but yeah I, I, at the very end of this uh halloween album commercial i do love how the dude who's supposed to be like giving you all the information on how to buy it he's like mumbling and talking fast he's like 999 call 1-800 it makes no sense like that's the funniest uh fucking part of this whole thing it's fucking great and again, going back to what you said earlier, like this entire set, there's even like a Halloween Christmas tree where she's putting like a little like jack-o'-lantern ornament on the tree. And then well, she looks at that. thing. Yeah. And no, it is. It is a thing. It's a thing now. I don't know if it was a thing in 1986, though. Think about that. That's what's interesting. Yeah, it's it true. Might have been. It's true. It might have yeah. been. I know like at Michael's, you can buy a, uh, a Halloween Christmas tree and it's like all black and stuff. And you can put spooky yeah. ornaments and uh, orange lights I My girlfriend yet, I, does I, it. Oh, I've never done it. I might have to do that this year. I'm gonna experience have. it this year. I, she <laughs> she does she does it. I know she does it. She's mentioned it numerous times. If we both do it, we'll have to put up pictures of each tree on Instagram. Sure. <laughs> um, the special kind of changes gears here. Um, it. I, I'm guessing the way this aired, it was like another hour before the, um. Alice Cooper concert where Elvira, uh, she has this top most frightening music videos of all time or grotesque yeah. frightening music videos of all time. And she's sitting in her, you know, traditional um, movie macabre red velvet chair with a jack-o'-lantern set is awesome. Oozes Halloween atmosphere. 
Um, and, and, and honestly, this is, and I wish, dude, I, I'm bummed the videos are not in this because I think watching this top 10 with her, her 100%. little bumpers in between, I agree, would have been amazing. Like, I, Much I, I almost want to, I almost want to fucking re edit it, my, like, re edit it myself and upload it on like Vimeo or some shit because she does pick some fucking bangers too. There's a couple of decent tracks. <laughs> in this top 10 but really? yeah i think it, it like i guess watching it live you get the full effect um but i have three tracks here that stood out to me one is ozzy osbourne shot in the dark that's a mm-hmm. fucking great fucking song so uh, quick, look, let me ask you a quick question about that so yeah. you know how like they cut to ozzy and ozzy's like clean yes. cut looking yes was that do you did they shoot because he looks exactly the way he does in trick-or-treat basically was yes. that shot for? Were, did they use that for trick or treat, or did you think they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do this again," and we did it in trick or treat? I was trying to. I was about to mention that too. I was trying to figure that out because, yeah, he's got like the slick back, blondish hair, yeah, like a tight. I'm guessing like a tight ponytail to make him look a little more conservative because you know, long mm-hmm. hair means you're fucking wild or whatever. Um, yeah, it looked like either two things. They and and I don't remember because it's, I haven't watched Trick or Treat in a while from 1986, but it looks like either they grab the shots from the movie, but the frame rate didn't look like it was from the movie. That's what made me lead, right. lead me to believe that it's just like outtakes that maybe they sent to MTV. Yeah, to use in the special. It is interesting. It, I I did notice that too. I was I was gonna mention yeah. that. But yeah, it was cool that they, you know, when, when she's talking about Ozzy in between the music videos, they just cut to like him him portraying that character from the movie who's like anti-metal. Like it's for Satan worshippers right. and shit. That yeah. was pretty funny. Um, two of the other tracks that, that stuck out to me. One is, you know, Rocky Horror, Time Warp. Mm-hmm. That's on like every fucking Halloween playlist. I love Rocky Horror. I can never, I never can hate on that movie. That's another thing that it's, it's a feel good you know, I, I feel like that's that's definitely an essential Halloween watch, and um, it's synonymous with Halloween as well. Uh, the last track, which I, I I never get tired of, it's been a little overplayed in Halloween playlists, but that's Alice Cooper. He's back, the man behind mm-hmm. the mask from uh, Nightmare, yep. not Nightmare, sorry, Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, uh, part six, part six, right? Yeah, it's part six, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah, that fucking song's amazing. I've always. I've always loved. Uh, uh, yeah, it's awesome. He's back, the man behind the mask. I'm into it. Yeah, I, that's like on one of my uh, Halloween playlists. I always add that song. It's a fucking great song. Music video is great too. If you've, if yeah, you've it never is. seen it, definitely go uh, watch it. Where he's pretending to be the dude's dad, and his his son's name is Jason. It's fucking kind of silly. And then it cuts to like a movie theater, and like Ozzy's Ozzy. I keep saying Ozzy, but Alice. I gotta Alice rewatch Cooper's it. Performing. Yeah, he's performing it. Um, he's performing the song and then there's clips from Friday the 13th part six and it's a cool video. Definitely, definitely uh, check it out. And yeah, and that's, that's, that's basically it. That's how it ends. And and I'm assuming after this top 10 frightening music videos um, segment with Elvira, it probably just cut to the, you know, Halloween horror night, uh, Alice Cooper performance it makes sense because it ended with a which is or tough end but an Alice Cooper video is in this top 10 so it makes sense to end 
Halloween night with an Alice Cooper performance. Alice performing, Alice Cooper performing at midnight on Halloween is yeah. pretty tough. <laughs> in Detroit, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I might be wrong, but I think mm-hmm. it was Detroit. Um, I, I, I didn't look up if this performance is available on YouTube. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not because of copyright shit. Um, but right. I'm definitely gonna try to find it. It's gotta be somewhere. Of course. And I'm sure it's fucking awesome. Come on. Like on Halloween, a, a fucking Alice Cooper, hot, like a Halloween performance. That's gotta be fucking dope. Like, <laughs> I'd love That's to. I'd fucking it's see. Tough. I'd I'd see fucking Alice Cooper um, on Halloween yeah. if he was like, performing in New York like in concert. That'd be fucking amazing. Hello, all my spooky spectators. It's Sam here to bring you another cocktail cauldron minute. Earlier this month, we brought you a very special cocktail to celebrate the Fourth of July. What's the first thing you think of when you hear July Fourth? Dun 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 dun. No. That might just be us. Well, that's what we've got for you. Yes, it's a Jaws-themed cocktail, and Louie even helped me out to bring you the Amity Island Sangria. If you missed it, you can find the ingredients over on our Instagram and TikTok, and give us a follow if you haven't already, because on the 27th of July, we'll be making a mystery cocktail. The ingredients are top secret, but I will give you a hint on what it will be. It will be downright delicious, okay? It's going to be so twisted, so you have to tune in live to find out what it is. We can't wait to see you there. Bye for now. But yeah, Dave, what did you think of this uh, this whole Elvira Halloween special? Okay, so um, I have uh, mixed feelings about this uh, mm. special, air quotations. Um, so it's definitely entertaining and i have to agree with you i would have liked to have seen this everything intact Mm -hmm. because i feel like there would have been a much better watch of course um you know every you know we we touch on everything that i felt like that we felt was cool or funny or silly um i i do have to say this though ultimately i personally wouldn't add this to my halloween list Mm-hmm. I, some people might think I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> you're, you're definitely going to hate. You might hate me for saying this, too. Yeah. Elvira's a little annoying <laughs> uh, with all with all the dumb jokes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see the videos, just like you said. I really yeah. like, you know, that was really a thing for me. I wanted to see all those music videos. It's a videos. bummer, man. Yeah. And it, it didn't really feel like Halloween to me. I don't know. Mm. Like, it just didn't. It just didn't, you know, I I shouldn't say not totally. It definitely does yeah. a little bit, but it just didn't feel like it ultimately to me. And I wanted to see 80 Salem. That's like my biggest gripe with this thing. I agree. Is there's no footage of Salem. <laughs> I, know, I got she's to see live more. from Salem. There's barely any Salem I, in it. I got to see more of Los Angeles during Halloween than I got to see of fucking Salem in that one video. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. It was like I guess maybe they only had like one day in Salem, and they shot yeah. all those dumb interviews, and then the, the the Salem witch store, and then the intro, because that's about it. That's all that's yeah, in Salem. If I remember any correctly, Salem shown in here, and I was really really bummed out about that. So to me, it was kind of a missed opportunity. 
you know, specifically for that aspect of this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, it's fun. You know, I'm not going to revisit this probably, <laughs> but but it's cool. Is, what about you? Okay, I I will say I will say this. I agree with you. They could have done more with the town of Salem, considering you have fucking Elvira in Salem. Like even if yeah. it's for a day. They could have done more. Um, For sure. Now, does it feel Halloween? I think it does. But here's why. Okay. Here, here's how I looked at it. If you were 14 years old in 1986, this entire, like, four hours, dude, four hours special is amazing. Imagine coming home. At like four in the afternoon, five in the afternoon, and this is on TV on Halloween. Fucking dope music videos. Fucking Elvira, like in her prime. Like this was 1986. This is like Elvira's fucking everywhere. And Elvira, quit real quick. Elvira hosted an MTV thing, I think a year or two prior, which I'm sure we'll cover in the future. But like. I, I'm looking at it from that perspective. I do think some of the segments do feel Halloweeny in that Elvira way. I think anything right. with her can't not feel Halloweeny because right. it's fucking Elvira. Um, I, I do think some of the, again, some of the segments do fall flat. Like some of the comedy is not funny. Like those interviews, again, we laugh at. At, we're not even laughing at what Elvira's doing. We're just laughing at no, these like creepy yeah. old men <laughs> who want to look at like Elvira's tits. Like that's basic. Give her a big treat. Like that's pretty much. That's what we laughed at because of how fucking absurd that scenario is. But I, I, I think like this is what I would do with this is again this is a Louis. This is what Louis the filmmaker editor would do with this, and it's something I've actually wanted to do. For Haunted Hangover, and I might do it, you never know, it might happen this year, um, is I feel like these segments would be perfect in like a visual Halloween mixtape. So like I'd, I'd edit in music videos, or like let's say we thought of some hollow, some videos that remind us of Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. I'd edit in some of these segments, some of the better segments, like the, the Elvira doll, the Halloween album, the Halloween... Um, uh, tips, tricks and, and tips, you know, that, that, um, those yeah. little segments. So the good parts, I'd take them out and put in our own music videos along with Halloween commercials and things like that. And, I've, and if, there are people that do stuff like that, but I've, I've wanted to do that. That's what I would do with it because I do think there, some of these segments are strong. I think they do have Halloween atmosphere. Like I think you said, the sets themselves and Elvira. So I can't hate on it too much because we are seeing an incomplete special like i can't be like this fucking sucks. yeah i think that's you know? fair i i think i i definitely want to see this intact completely mm-hmm. intact yes so it's definitely a fun that, project yeah it's I definitely a fun project opinion. i would like to do like put some of these segments together with maybe new music videos or some shit like you know and then maybe put some other shit in there too some more commercials that we like but I do get where you're coming from. Like, I guess this is not the most pristine way to watch this because it's yeah. All but I cut mean, up. you know what though? It was still fun to watch, and it was still cool to see because I didn't even know about this. Yeah, dude, think about it this way. Like, look at it this way. This video on YouTube 
uh, I didn't put that in my notes, but was around 45 minutes. Imagine yep. stretching that like in a four hour runtime. So you have yeah. commercials, probably a shit ton of music videos, and then that Alice Cooper performance with Elvira, because she was, according to the advertisements, she was going to be at the Alice Cooper performance. So imagine watching all that in 1986 at 14 or 15 years old. Like I said, it would be amazing. I get it. The way we're watching it now in 2021 maybe isn't the best way to watch it. But I'm just looking at it from the perspective of someone that might have lived through this. That would have been an awesome Halloween night. I, I, could, I completely agree with you. And there's something that I do want to add. I think it would have been cool if they incorporated like the MTV news crew in yeah. with Elvira, like, Oh, Elvira's, but you know, he, he, let's go back to Elvira in yeah. Salem. Do you know what I mean? Something no, I like agree. that, like that, that I would have liked to have seen too, but yeah, I, I could agree with you. Like being a teenager coming home and seeing this on would be fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, they don't do shit like that anymore. Not even just no. MTV, just TV in general. Yeah, doesn't embrace the Halloween the way I guess they used to. Like, dude, the fucking like this is when like MTV was like fucking metal and shit and like all kinds mm-hmm. of cool shit was on MTV. And even other stations don't really do like Halloween horror marathons. Like AMC does uh Fear Fest and I think they used to do it used to be called Monster Fest, but like they used to do that. They do, you know, you know, play movies 24 hours a day or whatever. But, like, no one does specials in, in this sense where you're dedicating an entire day to to Halloween. And I think it's something that should be brought back. It'd be fucking amazing. I don't think, obviously, with, with, you know, with um, music videos not being a thing anymore, MTV would never do something like this today. And there's no one now that is as popular in the sense that like in the way elvira was popular in the 80s like no one there's no one like that today dude no except for Actually, her who joe bob joe bob joe bob but even joe bob isn't dude joe bob is is popular because of nostalgia and for because of people like us because of monster vision and the drive-in show he had on what was it cinemax or the movie channel or, or, or whatever but I even it was still, USA. you no, he, I think USA was somebody else. That was, was uh, I forget. No, no, I, think I know U, the USA. USA was monster was Monster Vision. No, TNT was Monster Vision. I TNT. That's what I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But even Joe Bob now, it's like, yeah, dude, the last drive-in's an amazing show. I, I I love it. But it's still, he's not as popular as I don't think he ever reached the height Elvira reached. Uh, I mean, I don't think I, I agree with you to that extent, but I yeah. think he's still pr- well known enough oh, that course. he could pull it off. Here's 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 a little example. If you go to Joe Schmo, right, and you I want to meet them, Joe Schmo so bad, <laughs> you go to Joe Schmo. Guy doesn't celebrate Halloween, doesn't celebrate fucking doesn't like horror movies, blah blah blah, whatever. Someone that we probably would not hang out with realistically but if we did ask did if we did ask a dude like that some random fucking guy right do you know who elvira is or joe bob briggs 
I am 90% sure even the dude that doesn't like Halloween or horror films will know who Oh, Elvira I agree with you. Before they but know what, who Joe Bob Briggs is. I, what I'm, I'm not, saying I, I'm not is, denying Joe Bob's popularity. No, I know but that. Elvira was a specific type of figure at one point, especially for Halloween. Right. Well, I mean, she still could, you know, sure. pull this kind of thing off. Dude, she's close to 70, which is crazy. Is she? Like, yeah. Good for dude, her. Like, She's been around a long goddamn time. Like it's 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 crazy. Like you know, it's it's crazy to think that we want there will one day be a world without a virus. Fucking, it's kind of morbid that I'm saying that, but it is kind of crazy to Damn, think how, how not, not 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 wishing anything. But it's just you think about how much older a lot of these people are getting, and it's like there's no one like that today, and it should be brought back. You know, someone should be having a. A, a marathon of something with movies and and vignettes and skits. Fuck it, maybe I'll have to fucking do it through Haunted Hangover. So well, maybe you'll shall. have to hire Elvira. Maybe oh, listen, maybe I'll have to create my own Elvira. We will, we will have there to see go. what the uh, the future holds. But you know, in closing, I will say this: if you love Elvira, and more than likely you're listening to us, you probably do. You obviously love Halloween. I would give this a watch because it's a time capsule. It's a time capsule of 1986, Halloween Day. You know, thousands, maybe even millions of people were probably watching this throughout the day on Halloween before trick-or-treating. Maybe just staying home, waiting for trick-or-treaters. And when I think of that, it just brings a smile to my face. And that's why I think it's great. I, you know, I can't really shit on it. I definitely, I Fair. definitely recommend it. Well, anyway, uh, that's about it. The 10 weirdest, strangest, most bizarre videos of all time. And you saw them here with me on MTV. I think I better get on out of Salem before they decide to have another witch hunt. I trust you enjoyed your little trip. I know I did. Till then, here's something to hold you over. Mwah! Hope you have a safe, insane Halloween and, oh yeah, unpleasant dreams. So that was Elvira's Halloween special, 1986. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Haunted Hangover, and also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash hauntedhangover31. And if you can rate and review us, that'd be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Later, guys.